Good morning. We are live, I think, now. Give me a hello if you're coming in. Let me know you are listening in, watching. So, question I had yesterday was, um, what's your thoughts on the low fat versus um, more kind of natural versions as they are? Are things like Philadelphia or soft cheese, other brands are available? Um, just quoted the question. I had Philadelphia yesterday, actually. Uh, Philadelphia, things like um, yogurt, milk, etc. What's your thoughts on that? And I'm going to start off by giving you some context. It's not as simple as low fat is better, which you'll see quite often. Oh, just, no, you should eat normal or you should eat low fat because fat's bad. It's never as simple. Hey, Caroline, it's never as simple as this. So I'll give you some context. And this question came up yesterday in our free seven day um, kickstart that we're doing at the moment. Um, this is four ladies over 40. We are on day three. Um, hey, Diane. So I'll give you some context. If you think about a lower fat product, generally, generally, if this product has lower calories than the full fat product and you make one swap today and that cuts out over the week, I don't know, 200 calories a day. And, and let's, let's say I switched full fat mayonnaise to light, light mayonnaise. I'm not saying that's to do this. I'm just giving an example. That would be about 100 calories. Let's say I then swapped my full fat yogurt for 0%. That would be another 100 calories. All of a sudden, then that's 200 calories a day. That's 1,000 calories between Monday and Friday. Then you're looking at every three weeks or so, I'm going to lose a pound from two really simple swaps and doing nothing else. Now, if then over, I don't know, a year, I'm nine, 10 pounds lighter, and I've lost body fat from and visceral fat now around my waist, which was maybe causing inflammation, you know, around pancreas or liver, then you could argue right there that actually lower fat versions can be a tool in the toolbox to help you become more anti-inflammatory, more healthy, um, loosen body fat. So key thing with that is that it can work in that context. Now, do I recommend it all the time? No, you've got to consider a few things. So things like some yogurts will have added sugar in them. How do you know which ones do and don't? One, you can look at the ingredients. It should just say natural yogurt. So if you go like natural yogurt, um, Onken, or I don't know, just random brands like Nat, just natural yogurt in general, they all, they, if they're 0% or full fat, they'll just be yogurt. And that's just them. All as they've done is skims the fat off and just poured, they keep pouring yogurt into a bowl and then just taking the fat out. There's no extra sugar in it, just what's ever in the product from milk. Okay, now things like low fat yogurts, like you know, some of the Muller ones, will actually have quite a lot of sugar content. And when you look at the calories, sometimes the fat's lower, but the calories are actually similar to like a full fat version. I'm thinking, I'm thinking what? Like, and the protein's lower. So it's almost like, is that even worth it? So I would say, look, have a little look at the ingredients. Is there sugar in it? Add it in. Um, there will be sugar naturally in yogurt. So if you go to the nutrition information, you go, oh, it's got six grams of sugar per 100 grams, consider that the sugar is naturally occurring from the milk, okay? It's not added in. Milk just contains natural sugars anyway, okay? So 
that's kind of where I'm at with that. Also consider that if you use lower fat 0% versions, sometimes there's a tendency to go, oh, it's free, it's innocent, it's I can eat as much as I want. Now, this came up yesterday actually, because I got asked about free foods, what I think about um, free foods on like Slimming World and, and stuff like that. And the thing is, no food is actually free. Everything has a calorie content to it. It's on the premise, and, and I, I agree with this with like vegetables, just go to town on it. It's, un, it's unlikely you're gonna ever un, overeat on vegetables. But with certain foods like pasta, potatoes, it's kind of assumed that we won't overeat on them. However, that's assuming that we have a very positive relationship with food, we feel in control. Hey Kim, hey Dinah. And what I wanna stress to this is, you know, for me, for example, coming from Italian background, I bring this up a lot, I can put away quite a lot of food. I'm used to big portions. I like to feel full up. If there's free potatoes left in a pan, like if, I, if someone actually told me they were free foods, didn't count as calories, in my head, I'd be more likely to eat them. But as I know they're not, I'll like, you know, I'm not actually hungry, more self-awareness, I'll just put them to the side and I'm okay. And sometimes that's where education is king. For example, to put this in perspective, the free foods are generally quite low calorie, quite filling. However, to say they don't add up is very misleading because it's like me going into the, to the supermarket or going to Tesco, whatever, get my trolley and someone says to me, Matt, you can buy what, you can have whatever you want in this supermarket as long as everything you buy is under a pound. Before I know it, you know, the 50p there, the 60p there, the, what, you know, the 80p, the 10p, and so I get to the checkout and it's like 80 pounds or whatever. And I'm like, oh, wow, that added up quickly. All of a sudden, our good intentions are stolen because we think we've spent nothing, but actually we're spending more than we think. Hope that makes sense. Hey, Debbie. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. You've got to know you. I mean, for some other people, they have the full fat version. They're like, I actually feel satisfied and I'm done. So overall intake is king. And if you do want to know how many calories you should be eating, not that I'm saying to count them, but it can be quite educational to know that, I'll put a link um, in the comments to a calorie counter, which you can have a little look at. Hey, Michelle, give me a hello if you're in. So Diane asked, not sure if I missed this, and apologies if already, I use hemp protein in the morning with my smoothie. Is there a difference between types of protein powders? Hemp's fine. There is a difference. Yes, uh, whey protein is generally superior in terms of the quality of the protein. So it's made of amino acids, which is what protein is made of, which are higher quality. However, that doesn't mean that hemp isn't good. If you're vegetarian or, uh, sorry, vegan, then a hemp protein's fine. Hemp will be slightly lower in the protein quality. It'll probably contain a bit more fat, like omega-6 fats, which is fine. Um, all good though to use. In my experience, it doesn't taste as good, but that's just my preference. Um, but yeah, hemp protein's all good. There is a difference though. Like I said, like slight, but over time, it's probably gonna have a very minimal difference and you're all good. Perfect. Hey Joe, so I hope that's clarified the low fat versus high fat, where I stand with that. If you wanna kind of look at your overall calories a bit more um, or get an idea of how much you should be having, I'll put a link to a calculator in the comments, have a little look at that. And um, yeah, it's something that, you know, in our 28 day kickstart, I am, I do kind of make people aware of it but not necessarily, it doesn't, just because calories count, it doesn't mean you have to count them. Because once, you might even just be a bit more calorie aware for a bit, and then able to go, you know, you might get some little aha moments, like, oh wow, that, that granola I thought was really good is maybe higher than I thought. Maybe I'm having a bit too much of that. Oh wow, I didn't know that popcorn 
I could eat so much for such small amount of calories. I didn't know my porridge was a thousand calories. That came up the other day. Someone didn't even, she didn't even like porridge, okay? Tangent, but this is relevant. Um, she didn't even like porridge, but she was putting honey in it, seeds, berries, banana, all like nutritious foods, but her goal was weight loss. So she ended up eating like, it was nearly a thousand calories by the end of it, to try and make it taste good. She was adding loads of stuff in. I said to her like, there's actually no difference between oats and popcorn, like when they're on their own as like a grain. And when you consider that popcorn's deemed quite unhealthy normally because we put sugar in it and butter on it, it's very similar in terms of how we handle porridge, like what we add into it. So she actually ended up having porridge with blueberries. Then after she'd taken porridge out of the microwave or the saucepan, debate for another day, she just put a dollop of Greek yogurt in, stir that in, so it's like thickened up. Then she put some, a bit of um, vanilla protein powder, give it a nice little bit of protein to keep her full up, um, help her muscle recovery. Um, and actually tastes good. Stirred that in after cooking, not before, um, and she's good to go. And she's literally made it gone from like, a, it was about 9,000 calories, 900 to 1,000 calories. Now it's about 350, and she's got fruit in there, she's got good protein, she's got slow digestion carbs, all good. And she feels fuller for it, and she feels better for it. And as a result of that, she's knocked off six, 700 calories. To put that in perspective, that is about a pound and a half a week, on average, if she does that daily for a certain amount of time, not to mention she's added in exercise. Small changes, compound effect. Take care, have a great day, and speak soon.